listener production. Stand by for 20 minutes free from news, weather, work and anything related to responsible adulting. Just enough. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yes, gearing up for a big Super Bowl Monday for you. This is our Super Pod, Matt and Alex. Your two quarterbacks that are going to guide you through uh, the start of this week. Whoa. Alex Dyson, how are you feeling? You're a quarterback. I'm not a quarterback. Not are you? I'm a tight end. <laughs> you don't say. Um, we'll be hearing a little bit more about that later on, uh, thanks to some very mischievous work from Bron. Yeah, Bron was in a mischievous mood today. You'll find out what's happening later on. We've also got a bit of a game show happening for those of you who enjoy that sort of thing. Um, should we jump into it? <laughs> Let's do it. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, after the show, Matt O'Kine, you will you be joining me for some greasy treats and sitting down to watch hours upon hours of men in pads crunching into each other um, as part of the... American Super Bowl? No, I won't be watching the Super Bowl this year. Why not? Oh, mainly because I have work. <laughs> so, uh, for once in my life, I have something to do uh, on a Monday during the day, and uh, and I will be doing it. Oh, bring back the old Matokine days when you were just the struggling actor, man. Nah, I decided to What did to you used to do a... during the day when you had nothing to do? Do you honestly want want to know? I used to roam the I used to roam the aisles of the supermarket, mm-hmm. and I would read the cooking magazines to come up with inspiration to then cook something for dinner. I'd then go home. The free and cooking watch. magazines. Then I'd watch. Or, or you'd just look at them on I'd the shelf. I'd just browse the ones that you're supposed to pay for. the recipe and then put the magazine back. Yeah. Well, I haven't left the supermarket, so I just <laughs> get what I need and then I go. Right? Do you ever forget then, what's in it? They'd have to go back to the magazine aisle and then open it up again. Then I would go home and watch Ready, Steady, Cook, Judge Judy, Huey's Cooking Adventures, and then I would start cooking. So that was how I lived my life. Um, for many years until I got a job. They call, they call they call Huey Ready Steady Cook and Judge Judy the the three horse people of the Deprocalypse. <laughs> the Deprocalypse. Oh yes, I was Deprocalypse, all right. Yeah, nothing very <laughs> nothing to look forward to. Um, well, I'll probably be watching it. Some people watch it for the for the sport. Other people watch it for the commercials, which are always quite popular. Getting. Um, mm. Getting big names into the entertainment, the, Usher. Doing and then other thing. people watch it for the music. I mean, Brian, yeah. you're looking forward to a bit of Usher, Usher. Yeah, I'll be strictly just the halftime show, I think. What's your favorite Usher song, Bron? Well, we were just singing some before. I I forgot how many bangers he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also got a bit of a taste, Matt O'Kine, off air of Bron singing the Weird Al Yankovic version of Confessions by Oh, <laughs> what is that one? By Usher. Um, it doesn't age well, is what I'll say. <laughs> but I thought I'd give you, given Usher is in the musical, some other Usher news. Did Usher do, you make me want to, ooh, run away, do a relationship, do, what you do. Do you do that? I don't know. All the R&B kind of like song. blends into each other at some point. Oh, it is him. But I got the words very wrong. The words are, you make me want to leave the one I'm with. Ooh, start a new relationship with you. This is what you do. Anyways. Again, another cheating song. Yeah. <laughs> seems to be a lot of cheating songs with Usher's, with Usher. And um, in fact, Usher's aren't too happy in Los Angeles. Oh. Because there's a theater called Pantages 
and their ushers are going to distribute leaflets decrying poverty wages to people who come along and watch the musical that's on at Pantages at the moment, which is MJ the Musical. Ooh, okay. So they're doing a Michael Jackson musical and the ushers are upset. Yes. But they're not getting paid. They're, I bet they're not getting paid a hundredth of what Usher is making for the Super Bowl appearance. Hey, I'm pretty sure in the Super Bowl halftime show, the Actually, artist you don't does make not any get money. paid. Yeah, you don't, do you? No, they, they do it for the exposure. It's so funny, the biggest sport in the world, almost in America, you can still say to people like Usher, yeah, it's great for the exposure, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we've been in the creative fields a little while now. Have you ever mm. done anything for exposure? Like, like, oh, we can't pay, but it could be good for the CV. You know, to be fair, most people who offer the exposure have literally nothing to expose. Like that's, that's usually what I find. What do you mean? Well, they'll be like, it'll be great exposure. And you're like, is 20 people in a room good exposure? <laughs> you know, at a, at some weird conference, is that mm. exposure mm. or is that just me working for working while buffets being handed out? Um, why have you? Well, I do think back to, um, you know, the early days, it's usually in those times where, um, I was doing community radio with my friend, Tom Ballard in Warrnambool. And we got asked mm-hmm. for, I guess it was half exposure, half charity because it was a sold out Warrnambool performing arts theater, uh, for a charity called Kiwanis. And they get sort of people in where the later stages of life along and, and entertain them. We hosted this gig, um, for free. For them, as part of the performance, we literally um, printed out scripts of the sketch, which was referenced a few podcasts ago. Who's on first? And performed it for the uh, the elder statesman in the room. That was your. That was the big gig that you did for the charity to get exposure. Yep. Could could you do the um, <laughs> who's on first Usher thing? So what what would happen if Usher was in a job interview to become an Usher? <laughs> Then, oh my God. hello, nice to meet you. He said, I'm Usher. <laughs> well, not net yet, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what would it be? Please take a seat. Uh, I thought that was my job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you know that Usher was in Bold and the Beautiful? No. For nine episodes. How did he manage that? Yeah, he played, um, he played the R&B star uh, singer called Raymond. Really? Because his, his last in- name is Raymond. Yeah, well, then his arc included performances of real-life Usher songs, My Way and Slow Jam. Oh. So he was, a, he was a potential love interest for um, character Amber Moore, um, creating a love tri- triangle with Amber's boyfriend, CJ. So maybe that's what inspired him to write all these cheating songs, so he could get further and further into the world of the bold and the beautiful. That must be it. Um, but you know, we give, we give a good shout out to our man, Usher, who is the uh, first independent artist to headline the Super Bowl. Yeah. Damn. So hopefully it all goes without a hitch. Yes, that's right. Alex Dyson. It is time for Australia's sixth favorite game show. It is... It is. Are you waiting for some music or? Have we got a name that thing? Uh, hey, Mild. come on. Groan. Yeah. Don't give me the, don't give me the groans. Give me the, give me the name that thing. Name that thing. Oh, that's right. 
It is named that thing. Uh, where is. I get you to try and name the thing that I am talking about using three headlines from around the world. Let us get started, Alex well, Dyson. I'm still riding the high of last time we played Name That that Thing. Well, you got I you guessed, guessed Robert Redford. Robert Redford right out of the bat. Yeah, you got that one good. Well, let's see An how you go this time. speed run. Well, you might be. This is going to be someone I know this time, Matt. Is it a. Well, you hopefully. I mean, you know, you guys are seem to be floating on cloud nine, but are you floating as well as balloons are floating after being banned in Queensland uh, last year? Lighter than air balloons, no longer allowed. So the helium balloons have to go. And that's <gasps> no why. No more helium balloons in Queensland. No, and that's, and that's why. That's, that's a shame because, I mean, there's some companies over in Tanzania right now, Helium One surging 600% in the share prices because they found a reserve of helium. Helium deposit. Yep. 4.7%. Pretty easy to find the the piece of earth that's just floating (laughs) in the air. (laughs) What's that doing up there? Just bulging from the uh, the Earth's core. Yeah, anyone who walks past that piece of dirt <laughs> just starts talking like this. Like, mm, I reckon there's helium around here. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that? <laughs> Why haven't we utilised that voice before? <laughs> um, it did bring me to it did bring me to a story that Unilad has decided to put up again, but it's actually from 2008. The headline is: um, Priest from Brazil tied himself to 1,000 helium balloons to float over the sea, um, and then was later found floating in the ocean, unfortunately, unwell. Uh, it didn't didn't end well. So that is the headline. Okay, so one headline is a new story from <laughs> six years ago. Six? Mate, it's from 2008. Oh, I thought you said 18. No, eight, even longer. All right. Well, that's um, the hot breaking. I know that, you know, <laughs> podcasts are somewhat timeless, but, um, geez, 2008. That was Almost pre-podcasts. All right. Well, what about this? Have you seen people losing it for uh, the new Taylor Swift uh, album song lineup after announcing at the Grammys that she's got a brand new album, Tortured Poets Department, many people gearing up for the upcoming Australian concerts. And uh, one of the names of the songs is Clara Bow. Now, Alex Dyson, do you know who Clara Bow is? Clara Bow? Yeah. This is the, this song Clarabo. of Taylor's is named after... What they would say is Hollywood's first it girl. And here's an interesting fact. Is right? Clara Bow the, the Robert Redford of the 20s? <laughs> Seriously. She, they, apparently, she was like the first sort of Hollywood starlet. So she, she was in a range oh. of silent films and was in the, she was in the first Academy Award winning best feature film movie. What was right? that? Uh, it was called... The Wild Party um, in 1931. But here's an interesting thing. Oh, no, no, sorry. It was called Wings. Sorry. Now the, the, the Wings. Here's the interesting thing. It is Her funny. Like, through... whenever you see the best actors from back in the day, you're like, geez, that's <laughs> it's not great acting. Seem to be overdoing it a little bit. I wonder if they're going to have the same in, like, 60 years about the actors now. Like, some really great performances Oh, yeah. Now. Well, I mean, you ask anyone, ask the kids these days whether they think Seinfeld is funny. <laughs> they just don't get it. It's like me and Mash. Well, so they don't get it because it's like, why couldn't they text each other and <laughs> this whole mix-up would be avoided? <laughs> um, so Clara Bow was in a movie called It, right? Not the It that we know, 1927, It. And so she was a literal It girl. And that's where the term It girl comes from. Because It was the big film. And she was the It girl. 
So there you go. I should have saved that for Mind Blown. Okay, so here we go. We've got a news from 2008, news from 1931. <laughs> what else is our news story, Matt? Well, a follow-up on Killer Mike. He, he's, um, he's said, after being arrested at the Grammys, um, he's come out to say that uh, he's also grateful, not just to win a Grammy, but also that his prayers have been answered. Um, the day after the Grammy win, he learned that his son, who's been on the list for a kidney for years, finally has a match, and he's very, very excited. Um, he... Actually, we talked about this last week, and this is where the headline is. Mm. He broke his silence on the Grammy arrest on the um, on the radio show hosted by a guy called Big Tigger. Now, Big Tigger used to be a uh, feature on a TV show called Rap City. So that's the end of my <laughs> clues. <laughs> I don't think you just start t- giving us useless information at the end there. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to let you know. Okay, so you the, know. Three, the three stories to recap were... Yeah. Helium's having its heyday with reserves found in Tanzania, but also okay. a priest tied himself to a thousand balloons to raise charity and unfortunately um, ended up getting lost and dying. Uh, the second thing is about a, uh, a, a the Taylor Swift's new song on the new upcoming album called Clara Bow, mm. who was, uh, you know, the original Hollywood it girl. Mm. And we've got a story about Killer Mike being on Big Tigger, who used to host Rap City's radio show. Now, can you figure it out? They're not all in order. They're not in the right order. Well, it's a thing, but usually you say it's a person or it's a movie or it's a song title or it's a something. It's a song. It's a song. It's a song. Here we go. It's a song. Okay. We got Clara Bow. I, I've got it. Do you... Oh, do, do you? Alex, you have it too, Alex. I don't have it. Is it not? <laughs> well, go on, Ron, the okay, here we go. Come into well, it. I better, Drum roll, I better have please. a guess before you, you tell us what it is. <laughs> Wait, so, Bow, we've got about the balloons. balloons. <laughs> And we've got, is it, well, clowns do balloons. <laughs> Bobo the clown. <laughs> okay, you've got Clara Bow, you've got Helium, <laughs> and you've got a host from Rap City. Bohemian Rap City. Bohemian Rap City. Helium Rap City by Queen. There it is. If you got it, congratulations. (laughs) If you didn't, commiserations. Uh, For another edition of Australia's Six Favourite Game. Name that. Bang. Anyways, thanks for listening. On with the show. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yes, it's time for our producer, Bron Doizak, to jump in the ocean gate and head down into the Mariana Trench of journalism in order to uncover the deepest and worst articles of the week. Hello, Bron. Hello. What have you been up to this weekend, Bron? Um, I had what I would call maybe a haircut from hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's hard finding a good hairdresser, isn't it? I've, I mean, I moved to Brisbane. I'm st- still looking around. I'm still trying to find the one. I went to the Barber Academy the other day with um. Trying new... to find the one at the Barber Academy, like the <laughs> people who learn and give you a cheap one. Yes, but I mean, you know, you, you get... And I tell you what, there was a whole lot of them doing something on my head and then, and then like <laughs> him, like whispering into the ear of the supervisor behind him, being like... And the supervisor being like, and I'm like, I literally just want a two blade. Like, I just want to shave. 
<laughs> um, but it was cheap. Searching for the one at the Barber Academy. <laughs> Give them a go. That's like trying to find the one by going to Married at First Sight. Absolute <laughs> noobs. Um, but I mean, it was it was. I would recommend going. It was twenty five dollars worth every penny. Um, Bron, what about you? Why was yours the Barber from Hell? So I went to. I went to a new hairdresser. It looked beautiful from the outside. The, the salon mm. was actually very, very nice. And it's local to my house. I was like, oh, it'd be good to find mm. something a bit closer to home. I've been going to the one like for a while now. And they're good, but they're a bit further away. I was like, mm. oh, it might be good to have something closer. And it was. I just wanted a little trim. You know my hair to be quite long. Yes. This is the shortest it's probably been in maybe 10 years. I reckon oh, it looks, looks great, though. Bron. I think, it looks, I think it's a great length. Uh, I think they've done well. I think you should have given them a tip. But it, the haircut actually turned out fine. It was the experience. Oh. The lady was like, maybe, I don't know if this is bad, but like she had a really raspy like voice of a chain smoker for over 50 years sort of mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. saying that she had like lost her license. Was like, Her dressing license? No, her <laughs> car license. I need your, need your scissors and clippers. <laughs> <laughs> and the, was getting like arced up as she's like trimming my hair. I wanted a little tiny trim. I didn't want this much off. And she's, she's just like hacking sh- away, getting upset, like they cop- <laughs> cops pulled me over. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so the cops <laughs> took her driver's license. And off so her. she's just chopping your hair as if like taking it out on the police Tell officers the that took her license. So <laughs> I'm just hacking away at the hair. Gets the chainsaw out, starts cha- like chainsawing oh, some of your no. hair off. Oh dear, bro. And then yeah, and then was basically like, well, it doesn't matter because I'm gonna you know, use someone else. I'm going to keep driving. I was like, oh, my God, get me out of this chair. Didn't wash my hair, which is my favourite mm. part of going to the hairdresser. Mm. Just so many things happened. And then at the end, I was like, and then it was cash only, which. <laughs> Did you have it on hand? <laughs> I happened to have it on That's hand. Very lucky. Um, which I don't usually do. The problem with uh, going to the hairdresser that is close to you is that you have to walk past them all the time. Mm. And, and then when you never go back, it's like, oh, I get it. You didn't like what I did. Speaking of that, if you are a hairdresser listening, I'm sure we've got, we're, you know, popular in the hairdresser community. Give us a call or slide in the DMs, matt.n.alex. I, this is a side note, I want to pitch an idea to you. Mm. I want to, I want to go into business with you. I'm going to pitch you an idea. All right. That's for, that's for a future episode. A hairdresser. Yep. I'm Any hairdresser. Um, but Brian, you've got an article that yes, we need to yes, be yes. Um, doing. So. This is from WRAL.com, headline, Miraculous Birth, expected at NC Lab from Stingray with no mate, possibly impregnated by shark. (laughs) So are you saying that the Stingray and a shark have done it, done the deed, done the underwater boogie? Possibly, I think is what she said. Uh, uh, We don't know yet. So either the, it's either one of those situations where the, it's just become pregnant out of nothing. Yes. Or it's a shark has, has done it. So it's either, yeah, the Virgin Mary of stingrays <laughs> or they, they said that there's two ways it could have happened. Like, it's very, very rare that mm. they can impregnate themselves, but mm-hmm. it is known it could be possible. Because seahorses and stuff do that, don't they? Yeah, a bunch of animals do it, especially the water ones. Who knows what's floating in the ocean? Or... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, get a filter out there. <laughs> Jesus, put some chlorine in it or something. Or, or the other thing that could have happened, that in this tank, they released like some young sharks last year. Mm. So they were also saying they noticed some bite marks. So maybe some kinky 
oh. stuff was happening. Um, okay. And that's a sign that sharks are in the mating process where they bite their partner. So you're saying sharks, are, you know, can be scary enough at the best of times. Mm-hmm. There could be a shark born with a stinging tail. Yes. I mean, some mutant. That's terrifying, isn't it? And they won't know until they're born, which any day now they could come. So it's, it's pregnant, hasn't had the baby yet? Not yet. But um, I've actually tracked down the audio of the first date between the shark and the stingray. <laughs> oh, really, Brod? Yeah. No, I have you. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting. Mm. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> really? This Where is, is not... this audio? <laughs> Did you, is this, does this headline even exist, It does exist. It does exist. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. um, Okay. All right, you better hit play on it then. (laughs) Hello, I'm a shark. Hello. What's your name? Oh, my name's Shane Shark. How are you? My name's Ray. Ooh, look at you. Stingray. <laughs> oh, big barb on ya. Bar hey? oh barb. Yeah. Yeah, all the better to uh, electrocute you with. I don't I don't think I don't think you guys electrocute people. Mate, you haven't had me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you. <laughs> We end up being British. <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Hey, mind if I, mind if I have a little, mind if I have a little. Oi, oh. oi! Too much oh. teeth. Oh no! It's just, it's just. I'm just getting a, just getting a feel for you. Oh, oh. Oh. Oi! Get Ooh, off me, tell you what, Tell you what. Hey, what's that? What they're called? Bit of sweet chili on you. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. All right, hit the music, Brod. <laughs> that was amazing audio, Brod. Well, thanks for tracking that down. Well worth it. Um, another Matt and Alex exclusive. It's not even on, on the news and everything. When there's an exclusive, it usually denotes that other outlets would want that audio or story. <laughs> but calling ours an exclusive doesn't have the same. Kind of gravitas, potentially. Yeah, um, a dog's owner doesn't get the exclusive of picking up its poop (laughs) (laughs) in the park every walk. (laughs) That's not the kind of breaking story that usually uh, gets the headlines. But anyways, uh, we're glad to pack the little bag, the little plastic bag for you. I'm just just imagining Bron tracking down the audio now and it's just on the ground. She has to put her hand in a plastic bag and pick up the audio. <laughs> All right, hey, we've got more of nature's business tomorrow <laughs> for you. Uh, we are very, very excited to be back again. Loving 2024. God, it's fun to be with you. How fun is it? Thanks so much for right. listening. We'll be with you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.